Hello and welcome to episode number 217 of the Quo Podcast. Some quick things uh, before we get started on this episode. Uh, first half of this episode, we were off for a couple weeks. A lot of stuff to catch up on. This episode is going to be split into two. So first half of this episode is going to be going up this week. Next episode is going to be going up next week. At our website, at nerdbroco.com, uh, check out, uh, there's some new content on the uh, science, nature, and outdoor section of our website. There are some new pictures going up. Hopefully, by the end of this week, there will be a new video on our YouTube channel and also on the website. So, you can uh, keep uh, up with nerdbroco.com, at, at nerdbroco on Twitter, and nerdproquo.com at gmail. As always, if you want to respond, if you, uh, you have some sort of response to this episode, you have feelings that you need to convey or just want to drop us a line. Like I said, nerdproquo at gmail.com. There's also for the episodes. Uh, also on the website, you can leave us a line. Would love to hear from anyone who is still listening. I have no idea whether people are still listening. But uh, to let you know, the next video, that the first video uh, in a long, long while, and it's going to be for our outdoor section of the website of Nerpoco, is going to be a list of five lesser known and also easy hikes that you can do in the New York, in the New York area, in New York City in particular, uh, along with uh, ideal hours and days that you could go there if you're trying to avoid people and directions as to how to get there and also cost uh, for two of them because you'll be taking either Metro North or New Jersey Transit to get there. So yes, that should be going up by the end of this week and then a uh, uh, gear review slash what you would need for those hikes. Excuse me. Uh, a little bit of a catch in my throat doing this. But, uh, yeah, I uh, hope everyone is doing okay out there. But, yeah, gear review as well as, like, a supply list for hikes going up most likely the following week for that. Uh, and you know what? I will give a plug to one of the companies uh, that we are going to be uh, covering in that list, uh, Delta Hiking. They have a lot of cool products, so uh, check out Delta Hiking. Uh, they may or may not be doing some support of this podcast in the future, uh, so we're, you're probably going to be hearing that name a little bit more, especially in the science, nature, outdoor section of the website, and some new animal videos. If you are so into that, there's going to be a video project uh, for nature and some other stuff going up on a YouTube channel that will also, there will be links to that on the website, so keep an eye on the website. One thing you're going to notice about this episode, by the way, is that because it was recorded, everything was recorded through Zoom. That was necessary because I was not home. You're going to notice that uh, because of my audio setup that I had to d use while I wasn't home, I'm going to sound a little bit lower while audio quality than everyone else. That's pretty much it uh, for the plugs. And the episode, as always, if you like this episode, tell your friends, tell your friends to tell their friends. Uh, yeah, that is about it. Let's get into it. This episode, episode number 217 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So what do you want Got to get into? Fresh bottle. Oh, what's that? Woodford? Yeah. What do you want to get into this week, man? Uh, we have a lot because I mean, especially even me, but we have a lot. I mean, we haven't talked about Falcon Winter Soldier uh, mm -hmm. finale. We haven't talked about even I haven't talked about Mortal Kombat, even though there's not a hell of a lot to talk about with Mortal Kombat. It's <laughs> that's not that's like five minutes. <laughs> was it was it? Godzilla versus Kong in quality. There he is. Uh, there he is. Did, oh, you go. That's right. You're the host now. Whoops. I don't see him yet. I don't. He He's on, but he's connecting to audio. And now okay. he's hiding his... He, he's put a Basquiat. 
I am stuffing my face right now. I'm trying to be modest, so let me finish. <laughs> let me Steve, I want you to know how you don't need to do that because I'm cooking dinner in the background. I will be make I will be eating potatoes. Listen, you may be sloppy, but that doesn't have to be my journey. All right. Right now Dude. I'm gonna come to grab <laughs> look at the corn cob holder. You do not need to see today. me stuff my face with like salad right now. Like a fucking well, beast. Well, so I'm you, trying to be proper. I don't you do I don't, you, do you. I am I don't want you guys looking at me. And plus Jamie's recording this. I do want I do not want to see like, you know, pieces of like lettuce. I'm, I, I'm not going to use the video. I'm not going to use the video. He, he, he's an audio only podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why else would I still have my hair <laughs> tied up? I'm in my jam jams. Like, I'm like Charlie. Charlie. I don't know. I thought that's like, why you like I, like everybody's auntie right now. <laughs> She's got a total auntie thing going. Listen, TT is in the building. What do you mean? Except that she's not drunk. This auntie is not sloppy right now. Or maybe there's time this evening. Listen, you know, if that's the direction you want. You are your mother's daughter. So there's, you know, there's always hope. I know. She doesn't drink, though. And we have to to pull it together as we have to go see her tomorrow. So I don't think I should be drinking. That's not a good idea. Does it make family interactions a lot easier? If I'm drunk? Usually for that works for a lot of people. Eh, eh. A little bit, maybe, sometimes. Um, depends. No, I'm not actually recording myself. There we go. There you are. Where are you? Uh, I am cat-sitting, and I didn't want to have to like limit the time i was gonna maybe go out to you but i was like i didn't want to limit the time that we had to talk by like having to rush back here to feed kitties so i'm doing it you know remotely that way you know when one of them especially when she wakes up she's gonna start making noise uh and i can just like the bowls are right to my left i can i can still record with you guys and go like make their you know get their food and put it down and, um, but they're both asleep right now, so it's, uh, we, we, we should be good for at least another hour and a half. is going to go fix a plate. Like, that's what's happening. That's what's up. I, I love that I'm auntie, and I'm running with it. Yeah. I'm going. Go. Uh, so, so we had, there's a lot of stuff. I was just uh, mentioning to Charlie, there's a lot of stuff that we have to cover because there's a lot of stuff that is, you know, end of seasons and movies and the boss, man. HBO business things. So we don't have to talk about it for very long, but we can start, I guess, uh, while Charlie is doing food. Eve, we can discuss a little bit Mortal Kombat because I don't think that'll take very long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I chew. Was it everything you hoped for? It was a little bit of a disappointment, to be honest. A, li- a little bit, yeah. There was a there was a I little was... bit of it that was that was like exactly what you wanted, and a little bit that's like, okay, we're not even gonna actually get no. to. They were they're clearly trying to set up a franchise. I don't mind the franchise. Uh, I don't mind the story sucks. But I think my issue was be, with all of these actors who are great, who's been in the great martial arts movies, I expected more out of the fight choreography, to be yeah. honest. And I felt that that was, I mean, I've got no problems with all the fun, you know, uh, magical powers that's included in the movie. Uh, I know you have to highlight that because it is a Mortal Kombat franchise. But I just didn't see, I didn't get the oh shit moments. You know, like, damn, that person just pulled that, put off that move. Um, I didn't get that. I didn't get enough of that. All right. There were some moments that really did look good. Um, but yeah, just the fight choreography was a bit of a letdown, in my opinion. It, it really felt like, when I say like they're setting up a franchise, it really felt like they were 
they oh, were holding back a bunch of stuff that they want to do later. That's what it really felt like. Like this, like there's like some cool stuff that they were doing and there were some cool fight scenes, you know, and, and they, they did like the stuff that was like, you know, you could read as really dumb, but it's just like, like the lines, they threw in the lines from the game and, you know, that I, I they did all understood. The that's what needed to happen. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. it's, I mean, that, we get it, you know, it's like, but it didn't go as hardcore into what it's supposed to be, which is a great martial arts movie with all of these actors and, like, Godzilla versus King Kong went all in. They put all their yeah. chips in, and they, like, they they doubled down on becoming what they wanted, what it had to be, which is what I expected and wanted. Um, I just, like... I expected this, and I got that. A little less than what I wanted. And yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of what... yeah. I mean, you can't, you're not going to be able to see this, but, but Eve did, like, a hand up above, and, like, a, his other hand a little bit below it. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. It's like, it was, it was fun, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I really, I, I completely agree with you as far as, like, the fight sequences. I wanted them to be better. The fight sequences especially. Everything else I expected to be, you know, terrible. And even, like, the terrible stuff, they kind of leaned in a little bit on it, so I didn't feel bad about it, necessarily. Like, I knew it was going to be kind of terrible, but it wasn't, like, painfully terrible. I mean, listen, I clearly didn't see the movie, but, like, you know, but Godzilla versus Kong was one of those like really bad movies that just turns around and it becomes good again. Like it just works out somehow. They, they re- whoever did that was like real smart. What, I- it's what A.O. Scott said about it. He's like, it, it turns stupidity into its own sort of ingenuity. It was just like, okay. that's like, what you want. Like uh, whereas like Mortal Kombat everything. didn't do that. Didn't really do that. And that was the big disappointment with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's that. It's so like somebody got hit with the Debo, with the with the heat, <laughs> like <laughs> like 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 with Godzilla and Kong. So yeah, I mean it was fun, but yeah, I totally agree with with Eve. That's like I was a little disappointed. I mean, I did watch it twice just because, and I know it's gonna be one of those movies I put on in the background when I'm doing other stuff. So. That's all we really, I think that's all we really need to say about Mortal Kombat. There isn't a lot, there isn't a lot in there. I mean, it was fun, you know, it was fun. Um, um, And it's, it hit the, um, it was satisfying, um, but it wasn't, you know, as delicious as I'd like it to be. But most importantly, when am I gonna see you bitches again in person? Preferably outdoors. Preferably in an outdoor spot where we can chill out, you know, feel no, the I'm, warm summer next, air, you know. Next Thursday, I'm fully vaccinated. Let's do this. Because I'd like that to happen. Um, um, actually, no, but Rich goes in for his second dose next weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks like you have possibly... One of the Fast and the Furious movies? I don't know. I saw. I clearly saw Jason Statham in the background. Pause, there. pause, pause. I'm not like a white dude. I'm sorry. I'm not into Fast and Furious. Uh, don't insult me. Um, I, I when it comes to like what bad movies. Fast and Fur- Wait a minute. Bad, pause, pause again. Bad, what is I'm, wrong with Fast and the Furious? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a shitty franchise. The only reason why I was ever that I actually cared about it was because of The Rock. You know. The, only The Rock. Uh, I mean, that's fair. That uh, aside that's from entirely that, fair. It's like, I mean, I'm sorry. A uh, movie franchise based on driving very fast. It's not my thing. It is really not my thing. You know, that's, uh, that's fair. I like cars. It's not really my thing either. Although Hobbs and Shaw was fucking great. <laughs> it, once again, Idris Elba and The Rock. Enough said. Idris yeah, yeah, Elba yeah, yeah. and The Rock. That's the only reason. Why. I love the, Jason Statham. I love his shit. A lot, especially a lot of his early shit that he's done. But um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of the franchise. I mean, uh, the 
I am not the target demographic for the Fast and Furious franchise. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I, not, I, I mean, I'm not a dude, bro. Not to, I, not to, I'm surprised that you're, you're not. You're not a dude, bro. Yeah. I'm okay, I was going to say, bro. I was just like. I'm not yeah, a dude, bro. Neither am I. All right, I'm, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it hits like a certain demographic and you may think I am, but no, I am, I'm many things. But you, but like, you like fast machines. Dude. I like robots. I like starships. <laughs> I like, well, I well, like aliens, especially when look, all of them are combined, but just a bunch look, of dudes we're, we're, fighting, we're driving. Look, look, we're approaching Fast and Furious, like the 10th or 11th movie. Robots in space are are the are the only places they can go from here on in. So, and I so will be fucking be the insulted. And I will be insulted. If they <laughs> you are about to be in their Venn diagram. You are um, about to be in the middle. Not no, no I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not a fan of Vin Diesel outside of I don't know Pitch Black, which is the yeah, first. Yeah, outside pitch of black. like two or three things. Yeah, outside yeah, of I, just I'm not the either. first Pitch Black. Everything else. Whatever. I mean, it's kind of pretty, and maybe yeah. Groot, and maybe Groot, but you know, uh, that is it. That is it. Um, I mean, I take offense. I mean, I take offense that you guys would, you know, mistake me for like a dude, bro, who'd be into Fast and Furious. I mean, come on. All right. It's cars. But, what, listen, when it comes to cars, but, but cheesy action film flick is in our wheelhouse, so that's why. It's yeah, but not that. All right. Well, if you think I like cars, I'm not a huge right. fan of the, that series either. I'm all not right. a huge fan of that series if either. If you want cars, give me Knight Rider. Give well, me Viper. Give me Viper. I was into that shit. I'm sorry. I love Viper because I mean I'm a big fan of that car. But she but weave. Weave some like sci-fi element in all of this, but just like regular, regular cars and like burly dudes and burly chicks fight. I mean, I'll be down for the burly chicks, but I mean, burly dudes. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not my thing. That is not my thing. I mean, that's fair. It's like I, I wasn't like assuming. I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. You and I are the same I like really, that. It's just like we listen. Jamie and I. I mean. Our tastes are elevated, all right, and more refined than that. <laughs> I'm not joking, but our tastes are more refined, all right. <clears throat> I mean, I've been watching basically every because I think Netflix like basically acquired the entire Shaw Brothers uh, library, and I've just been going through those films, man. <laughs> Wait, Shaw Brothers? Uh, <clears throat> the Shaw Brothers, yeah, yeah. The 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 Hong Kong studio from the seventies. Oh, okay. Started in like the '60s. Started with Bruce Lee. Like all the people, all the they worked with everybody. Uh, so it's so it's it's actually really funny. Like their their logo is an SB that looks like the Warner Brothers logo, but it's an SB. Uh, yeah, and they've. I don't know what you might have seen by them, but I could I could run through. I mean, those old school shit. I mean, I've just kept it really simple. I mean, I haven't like, I haven't dabbled into all of that stuff it's just like i mean i'm sure i could be down for that but it's like i prefer the bruce lee shit um some they're, of their they're old fun stuff. they're fun yeah the jim kelly stuff uh, i'm down for the the third the 36 chambers movies you know the stuff that basically wu-tang clan yeah. was obsessed all those movies is basically all the, the basically wu-tang's whole we here forever, they, they, motherfuckers. They, they they created as a group is basically from yeah from the Shaw Brothers movies. Like Thirty Six Chambers is the name of like three different. It's three different Shaw Brothers movies that are like the Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin, Return to the Thirty Six Chambers, and they all star Gordon Liu, who was you would know from Kill Bill. He played up uh, uh, he played two different roles in in Kill Bill. He played the the like kung fu master whose name I am forgetting uh, that Uma Thurma trained under in Kill Bill Two he's from all those movies uh, Jet Li was in a bunch of Shaw Brothers movies Jackie Chan was in a bunch of Shaw I mean basically all of those guys were employed by the Shaw Brothers at some point or another uh, yeah so they're really entertaining before Rich gets here and we I guess talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, did Eve, did you finish Invincible? Did you watch the last 
the season? Or have you watched it? How the fuck do you ask me that question, dude? I I don't know what you've been keeping up with. I haven't seen you in a while. How the fuck do you ask me that So your thoughts, because I have, you know, I read the comic book, so I have a lot of thoughts. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm reading Invincible to my after school program, uh, right now. Um, because my oh, kids. Oh, wow. Because uh, how far are you? Because that, that I'm takes not, a big I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not reading all of it because it's not possible, but I had kids request it. Uh, so I'm just like, I did volume. I'm, I started out like a few issues in of volume four because it picks up after the events of season one and my kids or at least one of my kids, it, you know, watched the first season. So, and he's interested in, you know, the books and um, I'm digging it. I'm definitely gonna, I have the earlier volumes. I'm gonna reread it. Uh, well, I'm not reread, I'm gonna start reading it uh, over the summer. I'm digging it. Uh, yeah, dude, it's, um, wow. I mean, <laughs> it was, a Dragon Ball Z episode with better acting um, and yeah, and better direction because there's nothing, no time wasted, you know, and gosh, God damn it. You know, I love the cast and just feeling for Nolan. I mean, it's like throughout the entire season, I know he's gonna, he won't be this way until the, you know, by the end of the show or by the end of the books. I know he changes. Uh, but you could see that he does have something. You know, he does have a connection to humanity. Debbie did a good job to wrap her tendrils into his heart and, like, activated something that he did not expect. And, God damn it, I kind of, like, almost teared up where I was like, Finally, he's got this, like, one redeeming quality. He does love his son. Um, and hopefully that will inspire him to be a little better next time. So that uh, him, him, the last him, few episodes like, are where it's just amazing. Um, and just a preview, just setting up what's going to happen in the future for seasons two and three. I am very excited. I mean, I've not read anything. I don't know what's going to happen within those seasons. Sure. I just know what happens towards the end with the character and what happens to Nolan and Battle Beast towards the end of the books. But I am very much excited with the future. And this just like, it, it was a well put together first season, nothing wasted. Even though I know what's gonna happen, I still care about the characters and I do not know what's, how they're gonna deviate from the source material. I'm just like really fucking pumped about this series amazing i i mean of the stuff that amazon is doing like the other like i just saw a preview to solos uh amazon anthology series that's stupid i think amazon should stick to being the superhero uh net network online because all of their shit is sure. just amazing with the boys this um i would just love to see them just like uh go all in and just support this because this they're doing some great things they're doing some great things and uh they definitely amazing. they definitely changed some pacing stuff from the comic book there's some stuff that i i actually like the way i feel like the arc of nolan's character in the first season his shift is a lot is paced a little better i think in the book uh, the other stuff, I think, is actually paced better in the series. My only complaint about season one of Invincible is the first, like, one, the first two or three episodes are a little bit, like, the act, it's a little bit, like, stiff. The acting is a little bit stiff in those first couple of episodes, but it definitely picks up. And what you were saying about, like, Nolan, like, the fact that, like, he actually feels stuff. Uh, both, well, like that specifically for him and for Vil Viltrumites in general becomes very important. I know. In the story. I know. Um, um, but the thing is, he's been his character has been stiff, held, holding back his true, you know, opinion and thoughts about humanity. And you know, just for like the last episode, I think it was the last episode where just the brutality where he just fucking uses his son 
as an instrument to murder so many human beings and just him just wailing, wailing on his son. And then just that flashback, that flashback is what got me. That just like pause. It's like, wow. And I know that it's not, that scene is not included in the books, but that, damn it, that got me going. That got where you see that he's not, he's trying to like not want to care. Um, but damn it, it's just, who is this stranger? Take it easy. Who is this stranger? Jeez, I get it. Who is this? I mean, listen. I hear uh, a rant. I mean, no offense. Um, sorry, sorry, Charlie, but damn it, you are a handsome man, and I wish I could see you and hug up on you. Seriously, I miss (laughs) all. I miss you. I mean, Jamie. Jamie doesn't have all the love for me. I think you need some of my love too, because I need some of that. Give me some of that sexy uh, Latino heat love, man. Bring it over. Bring it over. Because. You know, it's like, damn it. It's like, Rich, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen you. I know it's grainy because, you know, Macs don't do well when it comes to webcams. But right. damn it. Damn it, I miss you. I miss all of you. I miss you guys Pretty too. motherfuckers. It's been, it's been a week. Oh, man. You're a wild man. I mean, um, depressing, but thank you for asking. Uh, so, yes. Oh, but how are you doing? I'm fucking pumped that you uh, are now gainfully employed. Where do you start? I I don't even know. I don't know how I missed all this. Somehow I missed the fact that, like, you were no longer working for Lincoln Center. And and you were also looking for a new place. Like, I have... I wasn't wasn't exactly too vocal about it. Wait, wait, what? what? I wasn't exactly too vocal about it. Wait, too vocal about what? You're looking for a new place? Oh, yeah, being like in between jobs and okay, uh, and just like the whole process of of being of interviewing and just being in that grind. Was, oh, I'm on my phone. I can do this. But but yeah, I mean, I I started. This has been my second week. Oh, awesome! Okay. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, I met, I mean, I know you didn't mention anything, but I just assumed that you've been on the grind um, looking for spots um, over this time. And I know it must have been like fucking hard finding something in this fucking economy. I can't even explain to you how, how challenging it's been because it's because it's it's such a competitive job market. When you have high unemployment, it's incredibly competitive. So... You know, I've been, I, I've never interviewed so much in my life. I, you know, I can tell you. All I can imagine. And, and just all kinds of people that I've met virtually and, you know, and the, the frustration, uh, which I'll fill you in on. You were sitting. Mm-hmm. Give me a minute. While yeah, I yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. So, so the, the one thing that we, uh, that Dan and I, because Dan, I was watching it with Dan, that we were like, that they changed from the book. That train scene was not in the book. And that train scene, even oh, it, like, and, and, and the violence is, the violence is crazy in the book. But that one scene, we were just like, oh shit, that's, that's it. And look, I'm no like, I'm not squeamish when it comes to gore at all. I'm like, wow, that's excessive. <laughs> Both me and Dan were like, that's a little excessive right there. <laughs> he literally puts him through a train, and the, as the train is being wrecked, he kills like 200 people. <laughs> just, just not even like, just by holding him up and having the train go through him. Like, it's just, ugh. Yeah, I mean, that, it's just like him going out of his way to um, apply as much damage as possible and just, like, instigate more loss of life. I mean, there was, like, one scene where, you know, he pushes his son through, like, a cruise ship, and then it's a big fucking ocean. And then he exits right through the fucking cruise ship again. I mean, just, like, the purposeful carnage of... Nolan is trying to exact on people. It's just like, damn. It's like, how does this end? I know, 
it stops. I didn't know the process of how the battle ends. Yeah. But just the fact that, hey, this is, let's be real, realistic. You know, Mark is not on his dad's power level. So how is it that this battle is ever able to stop? Because um, Cecil can't do shit. The Guardians are novices. They'll get fucking massacred if they go to toe yeah. with, um, with Omni-Man. So just realizing that this battle ends with, you know, somehow of a little sliver of humanity just accidentally creeping uh, through to Nolan, that was like something heartwarming. I mean, it was a fucking disgusting and uncomfortable uh, episode to watch in terms of the brutality. But damn it, I mean, this is invincible. They warned us every episode this season, shit's about to get bloody. So d- you expect and, that shit to happen. And, and, and if, you, like, if you're like me and you've read the whole series, like you know that the, because of like the nature of the Viltrumites, and they show a couple of the Viltrumites that are going to show up later when, when he's tell, retelling the origin, his origin story, Nolan. They show a couple of the Viltrumites, and there's one or two of them that you see in that little scene. I, I know, like, Frag or something like that. I know he's, like, the big bad Viltrumite from the books. I mean, there's other lesser ones. Um, Conquest. There's I, a guy named Conquest. That, that fight in the book, it, I can't wait to see that animated. Uh, and also, there are just characters who are, like, not so powerful now who are going to turn out to be, like, crazy like there's a whole they do a very a very okay semi-spoiler they do a very watchman character thing with one of the characters later in the book and just that like there's so much stuff in the book i was like i can't wait till they get to that in well show. i hope so i mean because right now they've only been signed on for season three and i know sure. there's a lot going on a lot of character development especially with adam eve and i don't know what she and other people will their relationships will evolve so i hope that this is long enough maybe like a five season arc or something like that hopefully they get to like a five season or six season to really i i hope so I, there's so much in the book because i know so there's an ending the there is an ending but i just hope that they have enough enough seasons to work with to get to sure. that because i find that it is like with what they set up with the line that Nolan says to um, Mark towards the end about what happens, what do you have in 500 years? And I know how that comes back towards the end of the book. Yeah, I can't it wait does. to see that. It's so, I can't oh, wait to see if they could like get to that because I know his arc and I know other people's arcs. And despite the brutality, there is a light at the end of the tunnel towards the end of the series. And I wish... And I hope that they get to that. It comes back to that line at the end of the book. And it's just, yeah. it's so, it's one of those things where it's just like, however you might feel about Robert Kirkman. I love Robert Kirkman, but like, like it was one of those things where like, just the way he ends it is just like, oh man, you fucking full circle perfectly yeah. like tied everything together yeah. there at the end. So yeah, I'm re- I really hope they get to the end because yeah. it's, I would love, especially because some of the stuff in the, the in between there, I just want to see animated. I want to see, I want other people to see and get into that book because I, it's one of my favorite superhero books, like ever, I would say. So now that sort of everyone is here, Boss, we can what's discuss. For what's for dinner, dude? Oh yeah, sure. What's for dinner? Uh, roasted garlic potatoes. Lamb chops and uh, corn on the cob. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Muy delicioso, I think, if I said mm-hmm. that correctly. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. pretty close. Oh, wow, this is delicious, babe. Thank you. It's so tender. I'm not just a baker, I'm, I'm a chef, man. You're multifaceted. The the my favorite thing that will that has ever happened in my life and will always be the case is Eve passed out on my living room couch having eaten all my family's food. I can't ever do that again. <laughs> I can't. I will never, ever, ever get to that level of itis. I, I don't think I can survive something like, the, like the, that the, in or, my old or age. The level of itis that Eve achieved. Um, 
after my my tapas themed birthday uh, last year, right before we closed down, we 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 squeezed that in right in the minute, right in the that was right under the wire there, right under the wire. Got real real. But anyway, yeah, we went and Eve. I mean, I was not expecting the number of levels to that dinner Mm -hmm. at all. But Eve completely passed up. I was I mean, happy I had hiked 18 miles before dude, I arrived at the like, restaurant. I'm like Logan, you know, uh, after so many years, because I'm, I'm getting up in the age, you know, my, my digesting factor is not this, what it used to be, you know, <laughs> and the more I, the more damage my stomach incurs, the longer it is for my body to digest you like that. I got to well, keep it well, simple. Keep well, it veggie well, not orally. for nothing. I can't. Not for nothing, but uh, we collectively, meaning me, Dan, and Kat, it's at Kat's place in their yard, but we now have a smoker. Nice. We now have a grill slash smoker. Dang. So we've been like, we've been kind of talking about like, I'm going to get some brisket and just stick it in one day in the morning and then just That's come back said. six hours later. <laughs> Jamie. He says this. Want me to make you some jerk chicken and you throw that on the smoker? I mean, yes. We're going to... We Basically, since we've had that thing, Dan, Cat, and Cat's roommates have basically every Sunday that everyone is free they've now we've now had a cookout in that yard since the weather has been nice so uh, you know what every home needs i'm telling you now air fryer that thing just works it's i have mixed feelings about an air fryer but yes i will i will partially agree with you on that one i'm like i got a pack of wings i'm gonna do something serious it's not even a, it's not even a question it's gonna get heavy we're gonna have buffalo wings so so falcon and winter soldier because i think there's a lot that we have to there's a lot to unpack in that last like what two episodes or was did we discuss the, the second yeah, we, episode no we spoke about the last episode i believe did we? we did not the last episode no uh, no no no. we talked to no talked that's to how long it's been no i think we did because i remember we us talked talk but not on the podcast about the final episode yeah i don't think we did because i have a i remember having opinions about i, I could have sworn we did speak about the i think outfit you guys and the podcasted right before the finale i think so too yeah, yeah, yeah. We never actually talked about the finale. I mean, we we kind of texted back and forth about it because there was a lot of feels. <laughs> Definitely, there's a lot of feels in that last episode. But yeah, I don't think we actually like talked about it. I know Charlie had a thing of like not understanding the Black Smashers. Well, I mean, I mean they're not great villains. I mean, that's that's they're not. They're not. It's it's really like the, I, they're not well defined. I they, I didn't see I didn't get a sense of real stakes of real peril with them, and well, well, they're not supposed to be. That's the thing. They're not supposed to be villain villains. They're just. I mean, my my take on them is they're just people who feel desperate who are taking. Yeah, but even that you don't relate desperate to or their cause. You know, yeah, these are people that I think they wanted us to, you know, feel ambivalent. To feel for about, them. Yeah, you know, it, they were not grounded enough. It's like, it's, I mean, I'm sorry. It's like the Carly Morgenthau, I mean, her performance was meh, you know. Um, sure. I didn't, wasn't crazy about uh, Sharon Carter, you know, and her role and her reveal. Um, I was more excited about the possibilities of, you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character, and I kind of wanted more for yeah. her character. Yeah. But I guess a, not. It's it not going to be in the show. That, that was surprising. Good. That was a good reveal. Yeah, I mean, that's a that, thing. That's going to be, I think that's going to be, if not later season, she's going to become more important in the arc of those where Sam Wilson and, and Bucky are going. I mean, that's a and, thing. And, what, and also, what's his name? 
U.S. agent. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, even if, even if it's not a villain you can root for, you have to at least understand what the person is after. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care if you achieve your goal, and I also don't care if you're thwarted. And also, I'm not a big... I didn't f- see the issue with the, the blipped people coming back. I didn't find it as a huge crisis that needed to be addressed. Yeah, it's, we, we saw that in WandaVision, uh, seeing how they came back. But just the fact that it threw the entire world economy out of whack, I wasn't really... I didn't I mean, care for I that. could that's the thing is like I could understand it, but it was one of but like I could I really could understand that because like you know there you suddenly have an in, a mass influx of population that's going to affect certain things. There's systems sure. that, that you know were understaffed and trying to you know and now and now trying to get themselves back together. So like I could understand that, but like I don't know. There were just little things about the show that just felt like an economics lesson that I really wasn't interested in. Like, well, no, it just wasn't a good economics lesson. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, like, well here's the thing. Here's how I, I read it. And I, I what I will say is I don't think it was all clear, like, curled up together. Oh, sorry. Kitties. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think it was executed terribly well but the way i kind of read it is the way they were playing it out was sort of like all these people have come back we're basically kind of gonna do gentrification on a global scale is we're gonna displace a whole bunch of people who have for five years have been putting their lives back because we have to place all these new people i just don't i agree with you like I, I understand the motivation. I just, I, but I agree that I don't think that it, it was executed in a way that made us really care. Yeah, like, like. Which is unfortunate because it's such a huge. I mean, thing it shouldn't be. That the, happened. If they focus on race or, and the issue with, you know, um, the the, origin, the other Captain America, I forgot his name, the older guy. Isaiah um, Bradley. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley. That would or made the United States government the villain and how they're trying to hold Sam Wilson back. Maybe I would have been in, you know, down for that. But just like the whole disma- place displacement thing, it didn't I wasn't hooked on it. Um and I kind of wanted to like a, a broy. I mean, the buildup of like Wilson and um and Bucky coming together. I really wanted to like go full gore, full bore into like nineties broy action movies. Yeah. Where I wanted that. <laughs> there were there were for me, there were just a lot of slow parts that like there's a podcast I used to listen to and they and they gave television shows like a T SOP rating, time spent on phone. And I was like, this sure. And I was like, this for me had a good like TSOP rating, right? Where I was like, I like, I appreciate that Sam needs to like go get a mortgage, but I was just, but it was like getting it felt to, like a chase commercial. I was waiting for like Nick Fury to come out and say, but you know, with a Capital One account, you know what I mean? <laughs> and was like, so, so then I'm like, yeah. It, it, there were the things that you wanted to see. I don't think you saw enough of, and then there was all this other yeah. stuff. And so it was just like, what is this, right? Like the, I just wanted, I, I wanted all the stuff that I wanted to see to be more and to be more defined. And and yeah, that and it, the it, the 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 show had serious pacing issues. So, oh yeah, it really did. So that was the big, I think the biggest problem with the show. Yeah. That it, just, yeah. So the, the, the first couple of episodes were good. We're fine. Like the, the way it started and the, the, the airwolf, is it airwolf? Skywolf? Yes. Airwolf. Yes. Yes. Airwolf, like the, the, that throwback. <laughs> that, that I needed movie. more of that. I needed that, more. That airwolf. was awesome. I know. It, it, the, the first couple of episodes were, were for the most part, we're solid. They're fine, you know. And and 
I like that buildup in the 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 whole um, story backstory with Bucky and how he killed that guy, that guy back way back when, and he was like overwritten in in guilt, and I was interested in seeing where that was leading up to, uh, and then <clears throat> and then right around episode four, the the episode that the climactic episode where. Uh, what's his name? Fake Captain America kills the Flag Smasher by the uh, in Prime. Sure. That episode was phenomenal. That's my favorite episode. Yeah, that and up to that point, it was really moving in a in a very good direction. After that, everything changed and everything felt rushed, especially the last episode. The la- that this series should have been at least eight episodes. But then you get to episode six. Yeah, it's true. I feel like they needed two more episodes. They really did, because everything got just, just jam-packed in the last episode. Well, and, and everything was left. A lot of things were really but, sloppy. It was sloppy. And I would argue that, like, maybe you had the right amount of time, but you put too much filler in there. Yeah. Right? Like, if I had to, like, that's like one world, one people. And I'm just like, <laughs> stop it. Like... I we no one cares about you, like no one, right? Like if if there was and, and the and the, and, and the sad thing is that's what I mean about like there were like stuff being to Richard's point like pacing and like stuff just not being executed terribly well in that front. It's just like all there's some compelling stuff there. It just. Yeah. We don't care because it wasn't done terribly, but like it wasn't like, yeah, like that, that part of the show just wasn't executed terribly well. That's, that's or a, at all. Wasn't executed well at all. And, I, and I'll say like, with the exception of feeling that like episodes one and two of WandaVision could have just been one, yeah. I really found it just a fantastic show. Right. I was yeah. like, that's that's a that for me was a, a case of like, you know, mostly killer, no low filler. Yeah. Right. Like they yeah. just they got it together. And then with this, I was just like, I don't I, I don't care. I wanted more explosions. I don't know. It's like that <laughs> No, I'm not lying. I, I wanted more explosions. I mean the airwolf was like, whoa. Uh, all of that action scenes with like those helicopters. I wanted more of that. And at least I, I wouldn't like a commando style ending <laughs> where obviously you're not gonna get a body count, but at least sure. you know you know full go all in on what the promise of the show was supposed to be like a, a buddy yeah. action movie. You know, I did not get enough action, you know, like, with all there, of this. There were some 80s moments where I was like, oh, if you just like be that then, right? Like, like there was the air wolfiness. There was like the building a boat montage. That I wanted that. I want more <laughs> of that shit. Because when you have <laughs> shit like that, when your brothers come together and build shit, that's when the A-team come out and start kicking ass. Like, I did not get that ass kicking That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 there was some 80s, like, vibes there or, like, the, like the you know, the Miyagi training montage. You know what I mean? Like, Which is a, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's frustrating because stuff like that was and, so and again, like you're saying, like, the training montage, it's still the, and the stuff towards the end even was, like, it was like Isaiah Bradley is like that part was great, but it's just like it almost felt like now that we're actually talking, I I didn't even think of this while I was watching it, but now that we're actually talking about this, this like why I wanted to talk about this <laughs> sooner, but that it happened was that I feel like there's number one what you guys are saying like there was a, there's a lot of promise that I feel was squandered. And also, just it almost feel like felt like at so many points, like they didn't know what to do with the characters, you especially know, like the villains. Like they didn't know what to do with anybody to make it all fit together. It felt 
like there were like there there were a couple of different writers, and each writer was brought in to to like handle a component. So like there was yeah the guy, there yeah was the that guy, makes a lot of sense. There was the guy who knew all about the 80s shows and he was like mm-hmm. no the, the, like they're gonna build a boat and it's gonna be fire and you just gotta trust <laughs> me right and then you have like somebody who's like we're gonna i'm gonna speak to the struggles of a black man, the right then you have some you know so you're gonna so you're gonna ha- so that person's gonna handle the race component then you have a person who's like let me handle the economics of the situation cuz that was my that was my undergrad degree so that person's like all right go for it and it was just right like it was no just- they that guy took a skillshare class in economics <laughs> he got a skillshare that was not even a degree he he, he did a, he did a master class so then he was like I'm out. So, you know what I mean? But it was like just a bunch of different people who handled different components and then they stitched it together. Is this a chonky cat I'm seeing? Uh-huh. Hi, Chonk. He's a pirate. Hi, Chonk. What's your name? She's, oh, you should see the other one. She is not chonky at all. She just looks like that because she's like super close yeah. to the camera. Okay, bye, bye, Jasmine. Sorry, she was like, I was like, when she wakes up, she's going to start making noise. So it's like, all right, I'm going to pick her up. Hi. Yeah, like that was just my feeling of like, it was a, it was just so disjointed. And there were people who wrote components and made, and some of the components were good. Some of them weren't. And then the, but the balance is, you know, this, this, thing that doesn't quite fit together because it wasn't written cohesively. Yeah. It was a scene. I, I feel like it's, it's almost like one of those, like, Mandalorian. It was like, if you're going to have different people, you have to have someone who's kind of overseeing everything and making it all. You need a David Filoni for this. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know <laughs> how, how many different writers. I mean, they have different directors, but I mean, the writing was pretty much on point and consistent. Yeah, I mean, wh- but whether not the was, same though. Whether it was the writer or it was the director, like there, it ju- there was just this disjointed feeling of different components being amplified. Mm. Like, like the person who knew the the '80s well, that that person showed up hype and made that happen, right? And then the person who knew the economics, well, they weren't that great. And then the person who knows about villains, mm, not so much, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's a Marvel issue that, you know, has reared its ugly head in this TV show. Where oh, the vi- yeah, the, the forever villain, villain issue. Yeah. With, yeah. With, with the exception of Thanos, yeah. And Loki. I was really hoping that U.S. agent would be the villain. Well, and they just that's my that's away. another that's a whole other issue. Yeah. You know, it's like you make him the main the main antagonist in all of this, and he has an arc, right? And I I kind of saw like ultimately, yeah, he's gonna end up as a U.S. agent. I just you know you I could see that where that was going, but then you get to episode six, and he's like. He's just like written off into into like the background, and then you don't see anything more about it about what his new motivations are. And then in the end, he just shows up as a U.S. agent. It was it was completely anticlimactic. So my big thing about the I understand that they were kind of doing a bait and switch with it, and he's just fun. So you, he's fun to have on screen. The guy who plays Zemo. So it's just like you don't necessarily want to make him the villain, but it's like, man, he's Zemo. Just make him the villain. That's that's who he should be. Like he should be the main val- the villain. Uh, yeah, I feel again. I felt like they were they were just there was just too much, and they needed. I, I think they just needed to focus on, on one thing more. Yeah, but like I said, that being said, I do feel like the one high point in the, aside from Julia Louis Dreyfus, is like the sort of resolution to uh, Isaiah Bradley's story. 
Not the door. I actually thing. really like that part. It was what? the door Malaji for me. The door Malaji. So Just what like is it? putting putting everyone in their places and no, noting that they have no powers at all. Just based yeah. on pure intelligence and skill, wrecked everyone that was in that room. That was the high point of this season. That and the airwolf sequence. Well, you, well, you know, you know, it's the, and the uh, montage. That, I really wanted them you know, to like, do that, like a handshake. Come on, bro, it up. It's it's like that thing of if that regular people. I mean, it's it's weird because I don't make sports analogies, but it's that idea that like of the NBA where you have all these superstars Mm -hmm. and you have a team that has, you know, three superstars and they will get their ass kicked by a, a team from another country that just knows how to work better as a team. They play better as a team. They'll win over your three superstars because they just play better as a team. I feel like the Dora is just like, yeah, we don't need superpowers. We just, we just work as a team 20 times better than you can. <laughs> so then let me ask about the Sharon Carter of it all. I'm a little salty about that, honestly. Is she a villain? Is this what we're to understand? Yeah, she's like some sort of villain right if now. If that's what they're setting up, I'm a little salty about that. That's, I, don't, I don't like that. That's what the press is I mean, I, I really... I mean, they set it up pretty obviously, but I was hoping that it can't be that obvious. And when it yeah, was, it was dude, why, why? I was hoping it was a red herring and it would be like, I, I honestly thought they were, it was going to be because they're in her home turf that it was going to be Madame Mask and Madame Mask never shows up. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you people. It's like, you have a, a villain that is perfect for, for Madripoor because that's like her home turf and you just never introduce her. So like you had, like that, that always kind of upsets me. It was like, here's the obvious choice of someone you could be setting up as your villain and you just completely ignore it. So, yeah. Also both of the comics and in the show, Sam Wilson's Captain America suit is just awful. I don't mind it in the comics. It just doesn't translate well. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I didn't. I, I'm glad. I, I, I thought it was. I mind it. I mind it in the comic books. The, you know what? Honestly, like, as someone who, like, draws and, it, like, does artwork, the, the color balance in that costume is all wrong. Yeah, it's not. It's a, it's, something's not. Something doesn't work. And he has a horrible jawline. Like, I just, like, that's not his fault. That's just yes. his face. But, like, every time you see that. That's not his fault. That's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> I know. But, but, I mean, Listen, it's fucked up. I don't disagree. But, 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 yeah. But they're just, everything about him just feels like, you know. I mean, it'll definitely be up for redesign. For whatever next Avengers movie he's gonna, God, do. I hope so. I hope. Um, he needs to get them Wakanda people to re- redesign his fucking costume. Because yeah. and, and it's funny that's the cost. I think that's the costume they gave him, which is just like, Ugh, really? Ugh. No, that can't be. That can't be the costume they gave him. It's just ugh. Ugh. yeah, I, I, color balance all wrong. Yeah, I wasn't too. I thought it was, I was in the minority about it, but. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I, I as soon as I saw, I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Look, I'm glad that he's taken on the mantle, both in the comic book and in the MCU. I just, I just like, I was really hoping it was just like, look, the color, the color balance of his costume in the co- in the comics is all wrong. It only works because you know, th- if you get a good enough, there are a handful of artists who can just make anything look cool. Like one of the stupidest costume things that I'm glad they never did in the Marvel comic in the MCU is Thor's helmet with the fucking wings. They got rid of that really, really quick. 
I've only seen maybe two artists in the comic books make that helmet with the stupid wings look cool. And one of them made the wing giant and made them look okay. And that was Jim Lee, but that's because Jim Lee can make anything look cool. He's just that good. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Where it's just like, oh man, as soon as I saw his comic in the comic, his, his suit in the comics, I was just like, that's not going to work on screen. And they didn't really change it that much for for live action. I was like, oh, you redesigned I mean, some of those really well. It's one iteration. I mean, look at the Captain America sure. costume. Like the first, I mean, they realize the very blue and white original costume of the movies does not translate well. Something a little more muted, a little more Zack um, Snyder-ish. You know where it's not bright. Yeah, for lack of a better I, yeah. way of phrasing it. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have. You to know like what? Honestly, I didn't want to say this, but it's been what I've been thinking. That much white. I've been saying that doesn't... for many years. For many years, you got to tone down that white. But here's the thing: not just for his costume, <laughs> anybody's costume, anybody's costume. White does not well, is we'll not see. a good. We'll see what happens with like the upcoming Black Widow. A movie because there's like another character who's supposed to be in all white, maybe her sister. I don't know. Sure. I don't know how that's gonna look. Um, but yeah, like white, eh, it just doesn't translate well. It I get it not, in it, animation. Yeah, I get it with animation, but not in live action. It's, it's yeah, it doesn't work, man. 